0: hey guys welcome back to drunken tennis talk you have our hosts here today we are covering the french open Roland Garros round one happened today and we'll be talking about uh, the entire forecast of the event Um, big matches coming up tomorrow and then just our predictions for the rest of the tournament what's going on in the tennis world Um, yeah good stuff so yeah round one what were your thoughts what were your thoughts?
1: Uh, the the biggest thing from today was kind of just the because it was mostly the it was only the bottom half portion of it that played today, and uh, you know the way that the draws are are kind of divvied up this year. You got you got all the Grand Slam champions over the past you know essentially twenty years it seems like uh, in the top part of the draw, and then the bottom half is kind of just. Who's going to come out of it? Who's going to to be playing Novak or Rafa in the finals? And I think that what we saw was a ton of pressure. Tons of pressure from those guys, understanding that they have an enormous opportunity. Um, Yeah, one of the funniest uh, memes I actually saw was that the top half of the draw had a combined
0: 59 59 majors compared to zero pretty funny that they overlooked Dominic Thiem, who just won the US Open. The memes, all the memes, all the talk was that the bottom half had zero Grand Slam champions, basically overlooking his... That uh, yeah, his... must
1: be a pretty big asterisk.
0: Yeah, they, they really overlooked his US Open win, and he followed it up very poorly and lost first round after... Well, the fact that they even gave Cilic's, uh
1: any sort of recognition in the top half also.
0: Yeah, they, they actually did, because you have 20 from Fed, 20 from Rafa, that's, that's 40. 18 from Novak, so that's 58, and then Jesus. they actually did include Mayor that one Chilich. from Chilich, uh, who everybody's favorite player. Nat. yeah, and and uh, and you know Chilich is actually set up to probably play Roger second round. Uh, twitchy Chilich, uh, you know, as, as people like to call him, uh, from the way he it's very twitchy out there, his service motion, everything. I mean, you know, great player, but not my favorite. Definitely uh, not. So yeah, I mean. Uh, Today, just a quick recap on today: some huge upset. Dominic team uh, losing first round to Pablo Enisar, who who you know just beat Federer in Federer's first batch, uh, first match back. But he, one of the worst losses teams had in a major, probably not ever, but probably since uh, he lost to, uh, probably since he lost, I think first round at Wimbledon a few years ago. Yeah. Um, I think it was twenty eighteen. But, uh, yeah, not a good showing from team. Luckily, I knew his form was not great uh, over the last month or two. So I I only had team going to the round 16. I didn't have him going to the semis or finals like he usually does here. Um, But still, still blow to my draw. Uh, I said it
1: last time, though. I'm sick and tired of, like, the fucking excuses for these players. Like, I don't care if you were injured. You're coming into a tournament. It's a Grand Slam, best three out of five. It wasn't like he just started playing again last week. He's had two or three tournaments to come back. Well, and his he, form should. Be, and he was
0: up two sets of love. He's up playing to, good. Love. I mean, yeah, it was
1: sad. I don't know if it's if it's you know the pressure of coming out of that bottom half, understanding the opportunity or what. But Cause I'm, I a think, huge, I'm
0: a huge dominant Team fan, and that was a huge letdown for me. Oh, I'm massive. thinking
1: he should take the rest of the year off and just
0: train, play a couple 250 events, try to get some confidence, but. And then obviously try to play the US Open to pull, defend all those points. But pull like, fed.
1: pull a Fed, skip Wimbledon, just just skip the entire grass season, skip most of the hardcore season. Just train your butt off, show up in get into and get back in shape, Toronto. and show back show back up in shape
0: mentally, physically, and uh, try to defend some points of the US Open. But uh, yeah, for me, uh, teams got to be looking forward to 2022 and a better clay court season. Yeah, because um, he did not have a great one. I'll tell you what,
1: he's got to tweak his game. Got to tweak his game. Too many misses, going for too much in big moments. I understand wanting to trust yourself and, and really go for it, but he's just he's he's borderline retarded.
0: Yeah. So, some other matches of the day, Zverev barely won. The pressure was showing. He was down two sets to love. <laughs> he uh, he barely came back and won. Would have totally ruined my draw. Yeah, that's- the semis. Yeah, I have him in the quarters, so that would have fucked me up as well, especially with the team's loss. Uh, so yeah, Zverev made it through. He plays, I believe, a qualifier uh, next round. Yep. Roman Safilin, I've actually never seen the guy play. Yep. Um, so that'll be interesting. Hopefully, Zverev comes through that. Um, just below that, very good clay court player, Laszlo Giri. Uh, he's had a lot of wins this year, made it to the final. Has had some other big wins. He got the win over Quarantine Moutet, the, the UTS French,
1: champion, and Moutet.
0: the and the 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 French rapper has had a few collaborations with Dennis Chappo and know, some music. Uh, tatted, he's edgy, just,
1: he's edgy. Edgy. super super edgy, super edgy. Um, I personally think he's just a huge douche. Not a big fan of him.
0: Yeah, I'm a I'm, a, I'm a big Last Jerry fan. Really, I
1: was happy Last won. I don't know if anybody watched Last because it was such a lackluster match to begin with but uh after he lost on that point he he tried to throw his racket outside of the entire stadium and then he proceeded to go to his bag and throw his other racket into the tunnel just you know a great great guy for the the kids growing up to idolize and and really yeah. watch you know because UTS is super important he's the UTS champion so he must really thinks Think very highly of himself. I'm sure he'll make a couple rap songs
0: about it that only French people can understand. Right. Um, so maybe anyway. he'll get maybe he'll get Dennis
1: on there. Yeah, maybe so. You know, and, and also poor Dennis. You know, he he must be in a tremendous amount of pain to pull out from the the French Open after having a great clay court season. You know, he must just oh poor guy,
0: quite unfortunate. Poor guy. You know, you know who
1: can't relate? Guys like Novak, guys like Rafa, guys that have been there, done that, won twenty Grand Slams. Yeah, this, this generation has got a lot of work to do They just disappoint me constantly Constantly
0: So next up, Charger Evans, our boy Charger Was not charged up today He lost awesome. to Miramo Kekmanovic That messed up my draw just slightly I had him. I had Charger winning that match uh, He came up short Kekmanovic, you know, I didn't think he's had a great Clicker season, but he looked great today I just don't think that Dan could find the plug in Paris yeah, maybe so. Um, yeah, Kekmanovic got that win. That proved me wrong. I, I believe you,
1: I actually you think were correct. I'm yeah, a big fan of Kekmanovic. You know, I think... Uh, see the next Novak. He... He's the next uh, Serbian... I don't think we'll ever see the next Novak, but I think he's... Uh, I, don't, I also don't think he'll ever win a Grand Slam, but I think he could be a perennial, like, top 30, top 25.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, he's almost there already. He's been... And he's a good quarter. Yeah, next up... Uh, Hachanov and Kei both won today. They play tomorrow, or in a few days, in the second round. That'll be, yeah. a, that'll be a great second round match. I have winning. Yeah. I hope it does. He did have to use a lot of energy today going in five. The match below that, pretty boring. Yanni Kaufman and Henry Laxanen. Laxanen got the win. Who cares?
1: The uh, other, the other Swiss.
0: Yeah, just the others. That—that's uh, you know how when you're watching basketball and sports, you have the superstars yeah. and you have the yeah, others. others. Yeah. That—that's a match of the. But I will say, others. I
1: will say, tremendous amount of respect for those guys because I'm not like the Johnny Max and these commentators who don't do their research. I know who these players are, but just in the grand scheme of things, they are the others. They are great I mean, players in their own.
0: He mind. is an other that I'm. I, I would. Bet a lot of money that he will lose to Robato Bautista Gu next round, straight
1: sets. Who Robato
0: Robato in a robotic way won today very easily in straight sets. Uh, I'm thinking Robato will win that. I have Robato going to the fourth round and then falling to Zverev. Yes. Um, below that, we did not have the matches below that play today. They play tomorrow. My boy Caspar Rude, who I correctly picked oh. to win. A tournament just a week or two ago, I believe it was uh, Geneva. It was. Yeah, it was Geneva. I, I picked that correctly, so I, you know, I'm pretty loyal to Casper. I've got a lot of wins with him this year. Uh, I
1: have him going to the semis. So I believe you have him going to the quarters. I have him in the quarters, and this is this is quickly becoming a Casper Rude fan podcast. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, Kasper, I think he's amazing.
0: Big fan. I, I'm a, I'm just a big clay court fan in general. That's why I've always liked Dominic team a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Casper might be my new guy. It's the Um, purest
1: form of tennis on clay.
0: He might be my new guy. I've liked him all, you know, the last year or two, two years probably since he really broke out in the scene, I think in 2018, 2019. Rio. Um, yeah. So I have him going to the semis. I think it, I think there's a good chance it happens, but especially with Dominic team losing, uh, good chance that happens. I got him losing to
1: Zverev in the quarters, but what Zverev showed me today, I mean, he showed me a little bit in the, uh, third through fifth sets, but, uh, and Just really pretty pathetic. He can't, he's one of those guys, he plays someone from his own country. He's the number one ranked player from his country, but when he plays someone lower ranked, he freaks out. He's like, oh my god, I can't I can't lose to someone lower ranked for me from my own country. What will the people think?
0: Yeah. And the seed in Casper. not to mention the seed in Caspar's draw, who Hubi who Hercax, who won Miami this year, also oh. lost in five sets today. So that opens the door for Alejandro Davidovich Fakina, the young next-gen player from Spain who's had yeah. a great year. Really um, so that sets up a really good third round match between him and Casper. That is going to be a good match. I still think I still, I still think Casper going to win it, but yeah. it's going to be a good clay court match. You're
1: going to see some underarm serves from Davidovich, Uh but I just don't I don't think the antics are quite enough to take care of him. A lot of
0: grinding, a lot of yeah. yelling, I'm sure. Um, yeah. So moving down below that, Fabio Fognini won easy today, and as well as Martan Fuksovich. Martan. So now Martan and Fabio, two players I like as well, both. Are going to be battling out the next round, or not battling, tanking? Who knows? Uh, they could. They, they both kind of have shown some tanking depends, abilities.
1: Depends. on the first thirty minutes for Fanini. Even if he's losing, if he, if he's like you know, he's hit a couple winners, like a couple flashy shots, he'll he'll hang around.
0: Best news for Martan is it is not against Rublev, okay. so maybe he can come through. I pick Fognini winning it, but uh, you know that one could go either way.
1: I got the Fogs making it, making it a couple more rounds. And then, uh, and then losing to Rude.
0: Yep. Below that, uh, you know, this is actually if if I could go back and redo my draw, and assuming that team was losing, I would have picked uh, Federico Delbonis to get a little bit farther because he's been playing unbelievable as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I picked him to beat Radu Albot. I think that's an easy match for him yeah. on clay. Uh, and now I think Federico. Uh, I will... think he's got a
1: great chance to beat.
0: I think he'll be Andujar, and I think he'll have a he'll be a tricky match for Fognini too, the lefty. Yep. Um, that'll be interesting. So, yeah. Uh, good news for both of us is we both picked Sispa getting to the finals. Yep. And uh, he won today fairly comfortably. First set was dicey, but uh, yeah, I think he was business. down a set point. Maybe no, uh, no, he was up six five. He was up six. But uh, yeah. either way, tight match. But, but he was
1: down four one on the tiebreak.
0: Yeah. So that's what happened today there. A few more matches that happened today. Pablo Carina Busta won. Easy. Uh, Guido Peya won. Dimitrov had to retire up two sets to one. So that opens the door for Guido Peya, which is great uh, for me because I actually picked Peya to beat Dimitrov. Uh, Mackenzie McDonald won. And Christian Garin won. So they play uh, in a few days as well. Yeah. Some other first round matches down here, though, in this bottom half. Uh, we got Corda versus Martinez. Uh
1: tricky. Tricky for Corda coming off of a, his first a- ATP title. Martinez is a very handy clay quarter.
0: Yeah, and then what are your thoughts on the American? There are two American battles right
1: here in this section of the draw. What I you- personally think both of them are pretty straightforward. I haven't heard or seen anything from Sam Query. I just envisioned him locked up in his basement playing video games uh, for the last six months. I have not seen him, heard of him. Don't know if he, I didn't even know if he was still playing tennis. So I think Big John gets through it. Mm-hmm.
0: And what about the next one, Uh, TFO and Johnson? I mean, I think TFO's going to win that, but uh, you just sometimes never know with him.
1: He's he's been so streaky lately, which hurts me to say I love him. Uh, But I I do think TFO gets through it. And then I also think TFO gets through Montero in the next round.
0: Well, Montero has to beat one of the Sarandolo brothers who had a great run in South America. But yeah, I picked Montero. Montero to win that. I picked Montero actually to, to beat TFO, but yeah. regardless. And
1: then uh, and then I mean Boost us getting through. To yeah, it's a pass into the quarters though. uh around 16. sixteen. Yeah, I have that as well. Yeah.
0: Um, so then below that, uh, some other good matches to watch out for. Actually, a huge Raleo Pelka fan. Oh yeah, one of my favorite Americans, but he has a tough tough match. He plays Andre Martin, who just got to the semis. Of Belgrade and took
1: Djokovic three sets. Yep. So that's going to be tricky. The good news for Opelka is it doesn't really matter how well his opponents are playing because they will not play well against him. They just have to find a way to play well enough.
0: They just have to break him once. Once. Or win in tiebreakers. Either way.
1: tiebreaker. Easier said than done.
0: Yeah, and then the, the next draw, I hate to say it, or the next match, I hate to say it. I I have... Nunar. I have Jaime Munar actually oh. going to the Sweet 16. I do not like him whatsoever, but he has a very favorable draw, in my opinion. Jordan Thompson, then
1: potentially Opelka or Martin, and then... I picked Opelka just because I can't stomach seeing Munar's that name that far down.
0: Yeah, I have a very greasy court, uh, Sweet 16 set up there. Christian Gadarine versus Jaime Munar. Ooh. I have both of them getting the Sweet 16 and Green winning. I do very like some
1: Green, though. I don't think Green's that greasy. I just... I just Munar, there's something about him. Like, he just, he looks like he smells bad. <laughs> he looks like he smells really bad. Like, I feel like I can smell him through the TV. And he's just, he kind of strikes me as just an asshole. I'm not a big fan. Also, I used to coach, and one of my players uh, was a ball kid down at the Miami Open and in Delray. And they said that he was always really nasty towards the ball kids. So, okay. fuck you, Munar. Yep.
0: Yep. Luckily, I think Tommy Paul has his match in the bag against Christopher O'Connell. Yeah. And then one of the most controversial first-round matches that is super hard to predict, I'm sure most people... Shouldn't be. Yeah, is is Alexander Bublik versus Medvedev. And the way Medvedev's been playing on clay, (laughs) I actually picked Bublik to win this, but uh, very controversial.
1: Maybe Medvedev shows up and wins this as a two-seed. He should. I've got Medvedev winning this match, and I've also got Medvedev going to the quarters. Um, which... I but Who do you I, have him playing in the quarters? I really, really struggle with this. Or who, I, who do you have
0: him playing, I'm sorry, in the Sweet 16? You have beating green? Yeah,
1: green? Yeah, Yeah. But I, I just... I keep saying it. And I, I'm like... I know that surface is obviously... It can be a great equalizer. Um, you know, there's guys like Rafa who... And, and guys like Rude who just absolutely dominate... On the surface, but I always keep telling myself that there's got to be a point where these players, like Medvedev's the two seed, you show up to a Grand Slam and you at least make it third, fourth round, even like if you're your, not good on the surface. Your level has to well, take Well, that's, that's over.
0: even even uh, you know the the knock Roger isn't a clear
1: player. He still they, made the semis. He still exactly. made the finals. He still made won it. it. He still won it once. Granted, he didn't have to beat Rafa in the final, but doesn't it doesn't matter? You yeah, still it's, want
0: it. It's uh, even, even great players that aren't great on clay Agassi, still find ways Agassi to— Agassi
1: wasn't considered a great clay quarter. He, you know, players all throughout history, the number one player in the world are guys that are top ten. They always show up to Grand Slams, and they they do what they do. They win at least a few rounds.
0: Yeah. So, I guess, to recap this bottom half, I mean, we both have Zverev going pretty far. You have him to the semis, I have him to the quarters. We both have Rud making it far. Yeah. We both have Sispas Green making it far. You have Medvedev going much farther than I do. Uh, but more of the story is, it, it, you know, the bottom half right now with team losing looks to probably be between, like, Sispas, Zverev, Kasparud, uh, and then a few others such as PCB or Cranium Green, Booster, yeah. Or Green, uh, you know. You
1: know, Fanini, who, who the hell knows? Yeah, his, who? his level's outrageous when he wants it to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, interesting bottom half. It, it no... No Grand Slam champions left now that team lost. So Somebody's
1: going to have a chance out Someone half.
0: will have a chance. Uh, very entertaining. Very slim I th- chance, I think. I think it's going to be pretty <laughs> exciting, actually. But, uh, it's going to be awesome. So moving on to the top half.
1: Um, the good stuff. And what are your opinions on the top half? Wh- which, which, or I guess the question is, which half of the draw do you think is feeling it more? Do you think it's the guys to come out of the top, like guys that have already won and are thinking about their legacy? Do you think they feel the need to win another one immediately? Or do you think that these guys at the bottom feel like this has to be one of their big chances?
0: Uh, A little bit of both. I mean, I think that, I mean, personally, if it ends up being Novak, Rafa in the semis, the winner of that match is going to just be glowing with confidence Mm -hmm. and... So pumped about beating their arch rival
1: that they will win the finals in straight sets. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, so you're saying that somebody needs to beat one of those two guys before that point to give a guy in the bottom a chance, and I agree. Yeah,
0: I think if I think if you know, like I actually made a very bold prediction. I actually picked Berrettini to beat Novak, to beat Novak yep. in the quarters, and then Rafa to beat Berrettini, and then Rafa to beat Sissipas in the finals. And I've got
1: Novak beating Sissipas in the final.
0: Yeah. So. I don't think the bottom half is winning it. I don't think these guys are going to win it yet. I do think it's going to be a great moment in Sispa's career if he can get there, or whomever yep. gets there. It'll be a great moment in the career. But I don't see them winning it. Um, I see I see Rafa winning it. But yep. if it's not Rafa, it's Djokovic. I think so. Uh, most likely. Even though I did predict Bertin to beat him, but Bertino will have to play out of his mind. Oh, in um, five
1: sets. I mean. Uh,
0: but anyways, some good first round matches appear. Uh, we got. You know, first off, Djokovic versus Tennis Sangren. Next. Uh, uh, yeah, next. Uh, Luka Pui versus Cuevas. You know, Cuevas is a great cricket player. I pick Cuevas, I believe. I got,
1: I got Pui. So you got um, Pui. I that's just, a toss-up. I just toss
0: haven't up. seen enough from Pui, uh, some good tennis, uh, that is, yeah. from Pui recently. That that's I a just, coin
1: flip because Cuevas is also a little bit older. If this was five years ago, Cuevas all the way. Yeah.
0: The, the bracket below that, pretty fucking boring. Uh, I see Umber coming through that. Uh, you know, you got Caruso, Barankis, Duckworth. Yeah. And I see Umber coming through that and then getting blown out by Novak. Yep. Below that is a very actually uh, even bracket, I would say. I mean, you got Demonar, Chechenado, Sanga, Nishioka, yep. Musetti, go fan. and Gofan. I mean, that, I don't, there's no telling that's, us coming out of that. A, that's a really stacked
1: little section of the draw there.
0: So I I mean we both picked different outcomes. I yeah. picked Chechnato uh coming out of that just because he's had success here, been in the semi-series, beaten Djokovic here. Yeah. Uh and he actually got to a semis, I believe. I know he got to the finals last week in he his did. homeland. He lost. He, he lost, lost a quarter to, in the finals. Quarter, yeah. But either way, he's been playing pretty good. Um Musetti's one to look out for, but hopefully we see
1: something good out of Gufan, right? I really hope so. I haven't seen much out of him recently. I know he's dealt with his own injury issues and stuff, but uh, he's—I mean—he's another guy. I mean, he's—he's he's still a top fifteen player. You got to show up and you got to do your job. Yeah. There's, the, for, for me, there is no way. As good as Musetti's been playing the entire year, there's no way Guffan shows up, throws in a dud, and loses first round. They, it just can't happen. And I, and I get that Mussetti at some point has got to make a breakthrough in a slam, but it's not this year. I think Goffin's getting through.
0: Yeah, Goffin has been to the quarters here before, yeah. so he has the experience. He just he needs to show up, as we said. He needs to show up. Uh, below that, uh, I mean, kind of a boring little section. Berettini, really the only real names Taro here. Daniel. Yeah, Bertini I mean, Federico Corey just got to the semis and lost like 0 1. This is by I got the way. Him
1: beating, I got him beating Feliciano.
0: So do I. I have Corey beating Feliciano, losing to Berettini. But Corey. Uh, I will have to, to name drop here. Coria is the little brother of, of Guillermo Corma, who had one of the most depressing final losses of all yes. time at the French Open, up two sets to love, had basically full body cramps, right. super depressing. I'm, I, I don't know if, like, if I was Guillermo, I wouldn't be able to watch my brother play this tournament. <laughs> um, who knows what happens in that. Uh, and then you got Felix Ajay Alissim with with Uncle Tony as his coach. Uncle Tony has a very high success rate this tournament. Yeah. I don't see that translating whatsoever. But uh, I got him beating Seppi. I have Felix getting the third round. And I got him, and I got him beating Anderson. Do you have Anderson or Quan winning. I have Anderson. Yep. Yeah. Uh, moving down, uh, Feder. have Fetter's little section, and I think we both have different outcomes here. Mm-hmm. I have. I have. Uh, dominic cope actually coming through the section i have you, him all the way I, well into well, the to the 316 yeah i have Kopefer winning first round then beating fritz and then beating Chilich
1: because i have Chilich upsetting fedder i've got kept for winning and then i've got him losing to fritz
0: who do you have winning between uh fritz and in fed
1: fed okay and so then you, i got fed losing to Berrettini. oh that's fair yeah. I I, th- I think... Uh, I do think that... I don't think Fed shows up, because um, obviously he didn't play great in Geneva. It was his first match in God knows how long. But um, I think he wouldn't show up in Paris at all unless two things were happening. He's number retiring. one, Number one, this is the last time he ever plays the French Open, and he just wanted to do it for himself for nostalgic purposes. Or... He really thinks that he's playing good enough to win some matches. Because Fed's not the type of guy to show up and just like shake some hands and kiss some babies and, and then leave yeah, after he loses. definitely not. He's not that type of guy.
0: He'd rather be chilling.
1: So I think I think he's feeling something. I think he's feeling a little run. I don't necessarily know if it's like quarters or beyond, but I think he's feeling a few matches.
0: I think regardless, more of the story is Bertini. If he's in form like he has been, yep. he's getting through this he's, section. You can see him in the quarters. You, you should see him in the quarters. Maybe
1: semis. Possibly semis. Um, he's got to make a breakthrough soon, too. He's made one semi before. He's made one semi, but I feel like it was, uh, you know, it wouldn't be like this one. No. This, this would, is a big one. This just, would be just, huge. just based on the half of the, the draw he's in.
0: Yeah, it would be, be huge.
1: Because if he makes a semi here, that means he gets through Novak Yeah. in a slam. Oh, yeah.
0: Unless Novak throws dud against someone below him, but or, I don't see him Or doing if he gets a line, Judge. <laughs> Classic. Um... So now we get into a, the, the, this bottom quarterfinals Rafa. of the top half is stacked. We got Rafa. We got Unreal. King Ashlan, We got Bué Rublev. Bueh. We got who else? We got uh, Vili, who can fucking crank the ball. We got a veteran clay court player, Ramos Vinales. And then we also got the young threat, Yannick Sinner. Yeah. As well Don't as... Don't forget Alcaraz. Don't forget Lorenzo Sonigo, who just yes, took Sanigo. Novak to three sets in yeah. the in the semis of uh, Rome. So this area is stacked. I mean, I got, I actually have Sonego throwing a dud, losing second round in Nori. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm not 100% confident in that. Like, you know, I'm not. I wouldn't bet on that actually. But <laughs> I just, I'm seeing some good things out of Nori. Yeah. He's just, he's Mr. Consistent. I mean, every week he's playing good. Um, go College threw,
1: tennis, baby.
0: go threw a dud last week, losing first round to Corda. Corda did back it up. I went in the tournament. But still, did. I mean, regardless, I have Rafa getting through this whole section.
1: I think mean, we, can, we can just mention it all briefly and just say that he's going to make the semis. E- At least. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, really I That's really all we need to say about it. I, we, we will not even revisit the name Rafa unless he loses.
0: I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm definitely. I'm definitely going to be putting, you know, so, a little bit of money on Rafa this tournament in some various yeah. matches, just for some easy, easy return. It's not much, you know. The odds are heavily in his favor, so you don't make much profit. But uh, I'm going to be doing that a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, fifty bucks, hundred bucks on you know Rafa versus Gasquet. To make five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, those are some good matches. Then you know we have Yannick Sinner in the same little section as Gael Monfils. I just want to say.
1: Center's first round is not a
0: gimme. No, it's not. Not at all. Not in Her, France. Air Bear
1: in France. He Air Bears had his way with a couple of guys in France before. Oh, and, he, I, and I mean that he's in got a, a full way and a sexually in w- a sexual way. <laughs> because I look at him and I don't know which way he goes. I don't know. Right, yeah, him and Moutet both the, Even, uh,
0: Both French. Both yeah. maybe they bang. I don't know. You never know of some of these guys. Never know, especially the French. Shout out, to Andre. Gasquet, uh, Gasquet, I think wins the first round against Hugo Gaston, who had yep. a good run last year. Yep. Um, but I think Gasquet wins that, uh, and then I think he knows he's going to be playing Rafa. I think he's going to go out, and then he's going to go out and party. He's going to make out with a few girls, and he's those girls sh- might accidentally have some blow in their lip,
1: right. and he might feel jerked. And test once again. he realizes that they might accidentally have it, he's going to go rip filthy lines,
0: and then. He'll have the excuse that he only failed a drug test because he made right. out with the girl that had blow. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things. It's like, damn, you know, I, I guess I already killed him. So I'm just going to kill a bunch of other people. When he got he's away. He's accidentally it. do coke through someone's gums. And then he's going to. He got away with it before. Kind of. Everyone
0: tries. in the tour backed him. So he, he's clean.
1: All right. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Nobody backed Dan Evans because Dan Evans is an idiot and he admitted it. Yeah. What a dummy.
0: He clearly didn't have the backing of uh, King dummy. of King Andy Murray. And for those
1: listening, obviously, that is why he is referred to lovingly on our podcast as Charger Evans. Big you, fan, though. You do a big line of coke, it's a Charger. It's a Charger you get you going. And uh, still big fan. Still big yeah, fan. Great absolutely. Tennis, great tennis great player. Great tennis player. I always like to say he, he is like the greatest country club pro of all time who just ended up winning a few big matches and made it pro.
0: Yeah. he's He's got the talent. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, the section of the draw uh, with Sinner and, and Manfis and uh, Ramos-Fanillas kind of bores me a little bit.
1: but Good I, clay court tennis.
0: I see Ramos-Fanillas being Manfis, losing to Sinner, Sinner getting to the quarters. or uh, Round 16 against Rafa. Maybe winning a
1: set. Maybe. But most likely not. I got Manfis coming through and then losing to Sinner. I just haven't seen much out of Manfis. Since. I just think he something happens to him when he plays in France. He turns into Superman. I hope so. And, and like he'll, he'll go five sets, like three matches in a row, and then he'll throw in a dud. But it'll be exciting. The next one,
0: also not super, uh, not super great actually, but I, I see it being a Karatsev versus Schwartzman uh, third round. Yeah. Um. The, the players below them are not their level unless they really fuck up and throw in a dud.
1: I think Bed I think Bednay could frustrate Schwartzman for like a set. Yeah. And. You know, Verdasco. Manorino, just... too. That that's a tough match, actually. If you're just if you're picking purely based on betting purposes, Bednay and Manarino is a tough one. I pick Bednay. Bednay's won their only meeting ever on clay, but then Manorino's won their other two meetings on two to, on, on grass and hard.
0: Okay, fair point. So, yep. I still I have King Aslan. Our King Hale. Hale. Uh, I have him coming through uh, this section, and I actually haven't gone to the quarters and losing to Rafa, but. Uh,
1: Thanks. Who knows? He's yeah. kind of
0: let me down a little bit. I've got him losing to Rublev. Yeah, that's a tough little bracket here. Is you got in this in this last section of the top half, mm-hmm. you have Basilevski, Dusan Lajevic.
1: That's a toss up. That's a tough one.
0: But I picked Basilevski. We both did, but still yep. a very tough match. Then we got Carlos Alcaraz, the young, 17, maybe just turned 18 year old. I like uh, him. He's a great player from Spain. He, you know, he's. It's going to be Rafa's project, I
1: think. He's one of those guys He just does everything the right way. You know, he's by he's, the book. He's a grinder. He's got all the shots. He's, Bill his, Belichick would love him.
0: His serve could be a little bit bigger, but he's still only 18. He's, he's, a, he's probably a kid. 160 pounds. He's a kid. Uh, You know, he, he'll he get better. But I have Bastos winning that. Yep. Yeah. And then Rublev. Honestly, Rublev, leonard Struff is a crazy first round match. Struff's been Unreal. in between 25 and 35 in the world, but he just dipped. I mean, just missed out. On he three. just he just dipped down this year, I believe. He lost one or two first rounds. Yeah. I think he's at 41 now, but he'd consistently been just around 30 the in the seat. world. Yeah. So I just play Rublev. Unfortunately, he is going to lose that. I would put money that he's losing that. Rublev's coming through. Barring still not injury. still not an easy match for Rublev. It's going to require Rublev to play well. But yeah. typically he does. Very rare does Rublev throw in duds. So I think that sets up a good third round match Rublev Bashlashvili yep. and then Rublev Karatsev. Um, yeah, really, uh, really fun top half there in that section. There's going to be some epic matches.
1: Um, I look for there to be a lot of five setters. Yeah. A yep. lot. Similar to today. Yeah, I think there's going to be quite a few. And then I guess. Since we're on the topic of the French Open, we've got to talk about the, the talk of before the tournament and even even a lot of today after her match, Naomi Osaka, and her refusal for mental health purposes to not talk to the press. Well, she did talk to the press after she won on court. It, she did an on-court interview, true. Um, Which at least but, meant but, for something. But she, she has decided that for the entirety of the tournament, she is not going to go to her press. What is a mandatory press conference and she was fined $15,000 today. Um, and they say that the fine could increase per round to try and send a more clear message to her that, you know, this is your obligation to the tour, um, to the public, to the public. What it but I guess, I guess therein lies the the problem. She thinks that she doesn't owe the public or the tour, the people that have given her all of her success not, not to say that she hasn't earned it. She's 100% earned it. She's an amazing player. She worked very hard for it. But the reason that these players can get paid what they get paid is because of the organization that puts on the tournament. The fans, the sponsors. And the fans and the sponsors. So you're doing a disservice to them by not doing your press conference. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think that... Uh, you're, I not, think... you're not sending a message to the press. You're sending a message to the fans that that you know this is who I am. And, and for me for someone like Naomi who is so outspoken on so many different issues which I think is a good thing. I'm not one of those people that tells athletes they should just shut up and dribble. They're people too. They can have opinions. They they can say and do whatever they please off of the tennis court. I do not have a problem with that. But for someone who preaches so much about different topics and it's just kind of shocking that she would take such an entitled in my opinion approach.
0: Yeah, I you know, I think that you know, I think that she's made some points. I don't think they're necessarily valid points. I mean, the whole mental health thing, I mean, clearly uh, the interviews and the negative impacts have not impacted whatsoever Rafa Nadal, Djokovic, uh, Serena even, who who uh, she's you know had a rough,
1: she's, she's had a rougher go than anybody in yeah. the world in any sport, you could argue, with the press.
0: Yeah, and and she has won 23, I believe, or 24
1: majors. Yeah. Uh, so it hasn't affected and, and her. You know, she's had moments where she's she started crying walked out of press conferences and this and that. But that's yeah. different than just showing up before the tournament even starts and just being like, I'm not doing this.
0: Yeah, and especially, she's had a lot of success at a young age, but, I mean, she, could, she hasn't
1: really been on tour that long. She's been on tour for four years. No, so. let's be honest, like, it's... You know, the press is part of the job.
0: Yeah, or, ordinary
1: people in every country in the world can't just show up to their job and dictate terms. Yeah, that's that's what your boss, that's what your employer does. Yeah. And if you don't like it, well, you can leave your job, or you, you can try to. Or you it. get fined. Or you, you know, or, yeah, you get or fined. You get, fired. Heavily. You get you know, fined obviously heavily. Obviously, No Osaka's is not going to get fired, but the uh, it's the organization of. Uh, of Grand Slams came out and said that they're going to continue to fine her for every match that she doesn't do the press conference and reserve the right also to expel her from the tournament. So I don't know if that rhetoric will maybe change her mind. Interesting. Interesting stuff there. Yeah.
0: More on the women's tour. Uh, I know Sabalenka won a tough three set. Or mm-hmm. no, sorry, straight sets. Straight Kovitika straight. is who won a tough three, setter. She's, a three never, setter. she's never won the French Open, but she's a multiple major winner.
1: She's dangerous. Uh, um,
0: Another unfortunate
1: Kerber Kerber uh, just absolutely throwing in duds for the rest of her career. i look for her to call it quit soon.
0: Throwing a Dominic team. Yeah. A big disappointment for me as well. Amanda Anasimova losing today. I just think that she's a very, uh, very awesome, well-rounded girl. Very attractive. Uh Uh, You know, good player. (laughs) Hits the ball well. Unfortunately she lost today, so we will not be seeing much That's of right.
1: her. You still got uh you still got Vekic tomorrow. We
0: still got Donna Vekic, my other love. Uh, she right. she'll be playing tomorrow. Um, luckily at least you know Anna Simova losing. She'll get back to partying in Miami. Potentially Maybe we could see her, see her out. out. Yeah. We'll see her out. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but uh, whatever. Um I won't be watching much of it, but uh, I won't be watching much of that draw, but, um, you know, I'll keep up with it. Who's, who's your who's your pick to come through and win it, the whole thing for the women? <sighs> Zero idea. Um, maybe, actually, because of what I've heard today, uh, Serena has a, the best draw. She has a great draw. Uh, she is the best draw, but uh, Simone Halep's not playing either. Um, you know, I don't know. I would say it has to go towards Serena or Osaka
1: or, yeah. or someone like Kvitova. Someone who's someone who's won big titles before. Yeah. I, I think, think he, even like a Sabalinka could kind of have well, a has Well, Sabalenka's never
0: made it to the second week ever. No, never made it to the quarters. Never the major. Never. So maybe this is her week. She's playing great tennis. Maybe.
1: Um, I don't think Svitolina's a threat.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's gonna be either a Serena or an Osaka or a newbie.
1: Could be a newbie. Could um, be. I think I don't think it'll be Coco Goff. There's so much hype around Coco Goff. Coco Goff is a lovely girl. She's very, very good. I think
0: she'll be a tournament. I think she'll but make I, to... I think yeah, she makes it round makes, 16, quarters. 16
1: or quarters?
0: Yeah, I don't I don't see her winning. I, hate, I don't think I she just, quite I is I the hate, game yet. I hate
1: the, the pressure being put on such a young girl. Like, people are picking her to, like, make a run to the finals.
0: Well, it's like... It'd be like, uh, you know, Alcaraz had some big wins this year. It'd be like, oh, Alcaraz is going to break through and get well, to the needs, quarters.
1: He needs to break through. He but needs to get
0: to the quarters. Like, well, actually, it, you know, he's having to play guys 10 years older than them that are consistently top 23 and and, in the world uh, it
1: doesn't get talked enough about the women's game today the women's game is doing what the men's game did 10 years ago the, the, both men and women it used to be where you know if you're a young guy you can come on you can make a splash you can win some huge matches you might even be able to steal a grand slam nowadays the the people are so much more in tune with their 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 um their gym regimen their nutrition people are staying good longer And they're they're making their breakthroughs later. Yeah, you got 27, 28 year olds making their making their first Grand Slam main draw, and then winning matches for the first time in their career. Yeah, it's so so much much tougher. So much tougher, which I think is a good thing.
0: Yeah. On other news, though, you know, I think we've kind of wrapped up the French Open. We're going to be doing more updates throughout the week. Uh, You know, big week, exciting week, good draws. So we're going to be on here a lot more. Um, this week and and next week, it's obviously a two week event. More news on tennis, great news. Curios is going to come back to the tour for the grass court season. Love it, can't wait. Huge fans, you know. Nick, if you're listening, if anyone is listening that knows him, we want him on the show. Uh, I think it'd be it'd just be a racket, you know. We'd uh, have some great conversation. It would be a
1: racket. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, you know. This this current show is sponsored by. Six Moscow mules.
0: Yeah. Uh, six each. Yeah, 12 in total. 12 total. Um, so we hope to get Nick Kyrgios on the show, or at least
1: in contact with him. He's one of our favorite players of all time. So good for tennis. He's so good for tennis. He is. And like I said earlier, I used to coach. Would I ever tell one of my players to try to emulate him or behave like him? Absolutely not. Would but I try is... to
0: teach the talent that he has to a player? You, that's the thing. You yes. can't teach
1: talent. But... You can I, you can kind of teach it, but I think that he's just he's he's amazing for the sport because people like him can reach so many people that normally would not give a second thought to tennis. Yeah, oh, he yeah. he can get he can get kids growing up that that love basketball thinking about tennis because he's involved in that community. Video gaming, he's basically a professional gamer. Yeah, oh yeah, people huge people, Twitch People count. who aren't tennis players watch his channel and 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 what he does like. If he he can bring uh, this new generation of kids who normally would have nothing to do with tennis into tennis, that'd be amazing. And I think that's what he's good for. And there's other guys like that, too. I think Opelka kind of fits that mold. Tommy Paul, a couple of the American guys. Bublik
0: even, Medvedev even.
1: And I hate to say it, it's kind of for not the best reasons that they can reach these kids, but it's just kind of how... The times have changed and what kids are looking for. Well, I think
0: for. that's what I think that's also what uh, I'm not a huge Chapavella fan. I think that's what he's trying to do with music too, you know. He's he's he's, he's, he's very artistically like pop culture. I'm not a huge fan of his music, but he is he is gifted. Uh, you know, he he's he has access to some good beats, he has good flow, you he's know he's Canadian,
1: try- maybe he can hit up Drake for some help. Yeah, he's
0: he's reaching some some different people. I think
1: he's more of a Justin Bieber <laughs> than a Drake. You know, he probably wouldn't like to hear that, but Anyhow,
0: uh, I think that wraps this episode up. Do follow us on Instagram on Drunken Tennis as well as Drunken Tennis Bracket Challenge. Posting uh, our results there, uh, updates uh, on the tournaments throughout the week, um, throughout the year.
1: Let us know. Let us know about what you think about our picks. If you've used our picks and made some money, you're welcome. Let us know. Yeah, we'd let us love, know because we'll,
0: we'll, keep, we'll keep sharing them. We,
1: we, uh, as we've said before, we've got some things in the works. We're looking to get much more involved, especially in the betting side of things. Um, website coming. Website. Uh, some some interactive bracket challenges, stuff like that coming. So stay tuned. More more to come. All right. And overall,
0: have a good day. Hope you guys watch the French Open tomorrow. Should be some good matches. See you guys later. Auf scene.